Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the JT Fox Show here. I'm here with my co-host and CEO, Pac, a.k.a. Francie. And the idea of this show is sometimes we debate the news. Sometimes it's just me talking about no BS truth. Other times we interview celebrities. It's everything and everything that is important. But there is one thing for sure. If you want to succeed, you have to sort of sharpen your business acumen. There's too many people saying, I don't want to know nothing about the news. It doesn't affect me. Well, everything affects us in every kind of way. What, as we've seen now, what affects us in China has a big impact in America, supply chain, Taiwan, Russia, Ukraine, Europe. And if you don't get it, then you know what? It's probably because you're not making that much money because there's one thing for sure is that every piece of information is really having a big impact in the world. How are you, Pac? I'm great, and I can't wait to hear what we will be discussing on the world stage of events. Well, a couple of things. Number one, uh, U.S. retail sales rise most in 10 months uh, in a big rebound. You have million-dollar homes are becoming the norm at a fastest pace ever. Stock market up, down, up, down, up, down. You have crypto who is now back to, you know, uh, in the mid 40s as well. And all signs are pointing. It's hard to find the right people. You have Russia. Are they going to do something? I'm not going to do something. So here's my point. Should people start thinking what happens if things go bad? Because I'm talking to people and they have they're, they're not acting as a paranoid optimist. Like I've always been, you know, optimist, I'm going to succeed no matter what, but paranoid that I am going to, if there's a market meltdown. So do you think that people are becoming too comfortable and it's, that's probably a bigger problem than anything, or is the government going to bail us out if things go bad? So there's nothing to worry about. Well, I think this is more so the, calm before the storm like you know whenever there's like a big storm that's going to come through it will be the prettiest weather or just very calm and quiet out and then all of a sudden bam that storm hits I think that's kind of what's going on right now it's like everything's kind of in a good place you know the real estate market is booming the stock market I mean Right now we're in the red for the day, but who knows where we're going to be in a couple of hours when the market closes and it's going, it goes back and forth almost on the daily. And I think this is just kind of the false sense of security that everything's okay. It is not okay. Everything is not okay. And I think a lot of stuff is about to get really real for a lot of people. So obviously we, we talked about this on the last show. You have Facebook that pretty much crashed partly because of their $10 billion loss in the metaverse, but also the fact that Apple's changes to their advertising had a very big impact on the ability of us small businesses or businesses to market because the cost per lead is higher than ever. Now Google just came up and said, you know what? We are going to also do the same thing. We're going to sort of change our privacy policy but we're going to wait two years so that people can adjust accordingly. That's got to take a big hit on the other again on advertising. And the solution is where are we going to advertise or will rates come down to what they should have been 
right? When they first started, where you have cost per lead, two, three dollars, sometimes a dollar. Now it's like 25, 30, 50, a hundred dollars cost per lead, where it's making it very unprofitable for e-commerce companies or people do events or people do direct to sale because now you're losing money on your first sale. And if you don't track your metrics, which a lot of people do, they don't know their cost per lead. They don't know their cost per acquisitions. They know the lifetime value of their business. Uh Oh, this could be a very big problem. Or people would just continue spending money because they don't know things Say we better try something and social media companies will not be impacted. All right. A lot of questions. There's so many questions that I bring up that I could answer myself, but I'm going to you first. So I'll tell you this. Rates are never going to come back down. Once the rate of something goes up, I don't think there's ever a correction or an adjustment because you get used to paying that, right? Look at television, look at radio, look at billboards. Look well, at radio went down and radio made a comeback. Well, my point is though, they don't really adjust based on the, the volume of consumption, right? There's, because you start making such, you start making a certain amount of money. It's not like, oh yeah, we're going to go back to where we were because the listener or the viewer or the engagement isn't there. So I think you have a lot of people that flocked to the internet, which I mean, listen, at some point your cost per conversion on Facebook is going to be the exact same thing as if you were running a broadcast television campaign. That's the reality. That is every and any advertising platform when it's new it's dirt cheap and you got to get in while you can and you got to take advantage of it for as long as you can and the longer it's there and the more people that flock there the more expensive it becomes and then once you start spending that level of money it's never like okay now you only have to spend half to get the same result that's just not business that's not how business works right that's definitely not how these social media platforms are going to work with what's being developed in the amount of money that's being spent in the future with the world of the metaverse is not going down. What's very interesting is this, is that Google gave it two years, which sounds like a nice thing. I don't know if there's a partnership with Facebook. I think Apple did out of spite uh, to Facebook and that hurt them the same way, by the way, that Apple, uh, sorry, Facebook did it to Zynga which ironically got acquired, but a lot less than what it would have been, right? They got acquired for $8 billion, but it could have been a 20 plus billion dollar company, this Farmville. Remember when we first started in Facebook and Facebook said, yeah, yet, yet, right? They just, they just cut it down. And now all of a sudden Facebook got a taste of their own medicine. I am concerned about the $10 billion in loss in the metaverse. And you got these people and say, Hey, I want to be in the metaverse. Right. And you got Facebook losing $10 billion and they'll probably be the leaders. Although some people say Microsoft might, uh, Xbox will become like the metaverse and they may have a better lead. Um, and so my, my thing is on one hand, but if they had changed the privacy policy, Google ads probably come now like the place where to go if you want to target people, right? And and also YouTube, which both benefit uh, uh, Google. I think they did this because then they would have been a hit against their controlling, their monopoly, you know what I mean? Because YouTube and, um, and Google ads benefit from blocking out Facebook entirely. So I think they did it so they don't ruffle feathers of regulators. They're still going to make money. Uh, YouTube is still obviously making more money in ads they did before. Google AdWords are back. So I think it was a strategic move so they don't get scrutiny. Do you agree with that? Yeah, it's I mean, nice I think, of them, but. 
I think it was like, okay, we got to do this, but we're going to push it out as far as we can to do it. But I think what's going to happen is it's going to lead for opportunities where I guarantee in the next two years, advertising on TikTok is probably going to become a bigger thing as long as TikTok continues to see the growth that it is. And they'll probably be, quite honestly, they'll probably be something new. Which I think you brought this up uh, and I'm going to tell you, I did a quote this morning on Twitter and you guys should follow me on Twitter and Facebook, JT Fox, double X. And I, and I put this quote, I want to know what you think about this. And it hit me this morning. I did the tweet. Knowing something means you have a job. Figuring out means you're an entrepreneur. And I think there's too many people who say, I have knowledge. I want to turn into business, right? We're getting into industries, you know, like museums and, and, and indoor cannabis potential growing facilities and, and crypto mining in the middle of the desert, like things like that, that, and, and self-storage development. I mean, there's all these businesses we're in and we don't know them. We just figure it out. We'll immerse ourselves. We'll have meetings and we'll discuss and we'll be proactive. I think people say, well, I don't have this knowledge, so I'm not going to do it. or I'm not going to figure out. And, you know, we were talking about right before a call, you know, there's a lead problem, a lead generation problem. And I thought about this, right? Just seconds before you got on the call with me. And I said, I need to take next Monday off and spend the entire day trying to figure it out because everything that I spend my energy is, I figure it out. We're allowing people who are, by the way, are not figuring it out. But I'm going to rewind because I keep saying this to everyone. And I don't think it's hitting anyone in the head yet. It's not a lead generation problem. It's the showing of the lead to where you want them to go. That is the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. And it's like, literally today on a call, someone pulled up a landing page and I was like, we don't need to look at this. The problem is not someone clicking on this page and opting in. That's not the problem. It's after they click the page and opt in, what happens next? And it was also very evident if you listen to what the person said today, I was looking at this person and then I found JT and then I started looking at his stuff and now I'm here. That's the future of the reality of what is going to happen in marketing. It is not a, you click an ad, you opt in and somebody goes somewhere. It is, you're going to have to have top of mind of awareness, which means branding, which means cross platform promotion. And if you're not looking at cross platform promotion or even within a platform, right? That's one thing to see an ad, but am I seeing an ad from you? Am I seeing informational content from you? Am I see that you're going live to where I can really get more out of you and from you and figure out who you are? Then, then that's when the actual call to action marketing is going to work. And that is what I keep saying. And everyone keeps saying leads. We got to figure out the leads. It's not the effing leads. It's the lead showing up somewhere. Right, right, right. But it's also a strategy, but there's no strategy. If the strategy is not figured out and there needs to be thought into I know, but you need to stop saying lead generation. Well, lead generation is is a byproduct of strategy. I understand, but the problem is not generating leads. We have thousands. You would be, the problem has not been the generation of the lead. It's all the leads that opt in and then they don't go somewhere. That is the issue that needs to be figured out. Next uh, topic, uh, Trump's accounting firm said that any financial statements from basically 2011 to you know, 2020 cannot be trusted and cannot be relied. 
So it's the equivalent of, let's say my accounting firm comes in that whatever we prepared, it's all bullshit. Uh, it's all bullshit. And which comes down to two things. Number one, they either had a conversation with the state AG who's been trying to go after Trump for a long time. Um, and so the question is, what is your initial thoughts about the accounting firm who, by the way, is in charge, who, by the way, probably certified those financial statements, all of a sudden saying, well, they can't be trusted. Is it because too much pressure on them and they caved? Or is it they're trying to shield themselves from potential liability? And optically, it doesn't look good, regardless. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's probably them being like, we don't want to be left holding the bag, right? If they're the accounting firm and they were preparing the statements and documents, it's probably their way of saying, mm, I don't want to be holding the bag, right? I mean, look at it this way, JT. It'd be like if your CPA all of a sudden said, I, I'm not sure about these documents. That would imply that you then received and looked at the documents after they provided them and altered them after the fact. That's essentially what it would be implying, correct? Correct. But, but here's so, the thing. I, no, I don't think it's so much that. I think here's the issue. It's the overinflation, right? So when you have a property for tax assessments, your property is not worth a lot. So you pay less taxes, property taxes, right? But on your financial statements, in order to get loans, it's probably over-exaggerated, right? And, and, and I, we have not done that because we, that's not how our, I self-fund everything. You also know there's the property tax value of your house and then there's what you can sell. Right, the assessed value, value, correct. But, there's a, but in theory, you're like, oh no, our property is only worth this. Here's the thing. There's a lot of people would be under investigation if that was the case. I think the broader problem is this, is that these types of things are politically based. And if you hate Trump, you're like, hey, finally, right? And if you love Trump, you're like outrage and things. But let's put this right in the middle, that if the government did this to whoever anybody was listening to, and your accounting firm did that, because bottom line is the government has unlimited resources, right? To go after you, they could do whatever they want. And by the way, we're talking about two years, Trump out of office. Uh, was it two years, a year and a half? Yeah, a year and a half or so. And they're still going after them. And I don't know, it's been pretty bulletproof since. And so it just goes to show that at what point do people move on? Now you find out that Clinton was the one that was hacking Trump towers on this. I don't care about the politics on this. I just think the whole thing is why people don't trust the government, whether it was a vaccine, whether or not it's the situation. I don't even know if aliens exist. Where are the aliens? What happened to JFK? These are the questions I need to know. Well, I think, I think on the accounting side, they just, they don't want to be left holding the bag. So it's easier for them to be like, well, yeah. we're not, right. That, 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 that we're not really and sure. And now it's going to be used against them. Now it's going to be used yeah. against them. You know, Correct. Um, but they don't want to be left holding the bag, which I think, you know, I don't know if it's the people preparing the documents a little bit effed up. You know what it sounds like, like Pac? It's uh, this whole situation. I, I'll tell you how this sounds to me. Like the show Billions, where they're trying to take down Axe. That's exactly how this is, this, where the prosecutor and whatever it is, whether he's a, a attorney in the Southern District, governor, AG, is trying to get whatever it takes to get down Axe. And that's what it sounds like. 
what's going to be interesting, I think, is fast forward another year and a half when we start, you know, we start getting into the next election. And is he going to run? Is he not going to run? And will anything have happened to like, will there be anything that has happened where they will be able to be like, we got him? You know what I'm saying? Or, or what, what will the case be? You know what I'm saying? That's where I think it'll be interesting. Cause I think it's, I do think it is going to continue to be a reattempt of multiple things. And it'll be interesting to see if anything sticks or not. But I do think it's a little messed up for the people preparing the documents. Be like, well, we're not so sure now. And so I, I, I want to talk about something. You know, we had this situation. And, you know, we put the founders, right? And so I literally work 365 days a year to assemble the group of billionaires, uh, nine figures, eight figures, seven figures, some six, uh, from all walks of life. And let's all get together once a week and have the world's most successful people together. So we can share knowledge, do deals together, learn best practices, and be exposed to things, which is supposed to motivate us, engage us. And you never know the relationships. As we know, some of the countless businesses now we have with billionaires, and you and I are going to Europe uh, and the Middle East to further these relationships, which take a lot of time. Uh, we just cut a, a deal with a nine-figure entrepreneur, a partner up in self-storage development, which is a relationship that, number one, I cultivated off a free app that then invited to mega success and then went to see him, build a relationship, lots of text. And I bring this people and I say, hey, let me share. And someone that we know, and this will be a test even listens to it, said to me, oh, I didn't make it. It was in the morning, right? And because I was playing basketball. And I, 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 it's not so much about this, but it's about human nature. Am I wrong in my thinking? right? I am so driven to add value to everybody else and to succeed that maybe the way I look at the world is not the way other people look at the world and the world has gotten lazy and I shouldn't be bothered by these types of things. And I should say it is what it is. Is it maybe because I'm bothered because I care too much? Is it bothered because I want these individuals to succeed and I share everything to the detriment of me? I mean, I've shared some amazing deals that I could have done myself because I'm always leading from the front. And is it because I care too much or do I have the, a false sense of loyalty, a false sense of understanding about the world, or is it that the world that we're in, I know you've compromised on some of your hiring practices lately. Um, so what do you think of the assessment? Cause I think a lot of people are frustrated in general with people. I'm frustrated with my pool guy that just fired. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, coming. Oh, I got COVID. Then I got this. Then my guy got this. There's always an excuse. Right. And then my pool had further damage, right? The long guy killed my tree right? Because he wasn't watching it or they were supposed to do something and my, my yard flooded. And by the way, these are people that I pay a lot of money to. Like these are, these are supposed to be the top of the top. No one is doing what they're supposed to doing. And so it's just, and it's not just here. It feels like in all aspects of life. And by the way, we don't operate like that. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are listening to related and there's a lot of people saying that's not me, but it is you, right? And so you, you think we're not talking about you, but we are talking about you in some instances. And some of those have the same problem as us. How do you dissect what's happening in the world? You were talking for so long. I was wondering if you were ever going to be quiet. Oh, um, you're trying to reverse this on me. Um, I think, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, sometimes I think you take things way too personally and you take it way too hard. Um, but I think you need to look at it more like, do you need to do business with that individual? Like, 
it's your choice if you want to do business with someone or give someone an opportunity or include them in a deal or not. That's our choice. So if somebody doesn't want to show up and be there, that's on them. And they're probably impacting their potential future of opportunities to do deals or be involved or whatever. But if they don't want to show up, they don't want to show up. And I don't think you need to take it as like, I'm there. Yeah, you're there. It's your thing. You created it. Of course, you're going to be there. You're not going to create it and be like, oh, I'll get to it when I can. Right. It's like other people create their things that they do. And, you know, it's not a it's their thing. So, of course, they're going to be there every time. So I think it's you need to look at it of more of like, OK, I don't love that behavior. I don't love I don't love that. So I am just not going to. I'm going to remember that because I'm not going to potentially. Well, the point is, it should, should, by the way, should we do a a business with a person like that? Honestly, if, if we had an opportunity to say to someone very successful, Hey, let's connect you with this person. Do we vouch for this person? Should we do business with someone like that? I'm just talking in general and compromise our standards of excellence. I'm saying that's our choice and we don't have to. Right. But our standard of excellence, our standard of, uh, uh, of excellence is very, well, very important. If we went by our standards, there's a lot of people you would have ne- you would have never had your former CEO in your company to begin with. If you went by your standards, there's a lot of people you probably would have never had work, but you went by other things that are important to you. So I just, I don't know. I have a standard of excellence. The people that I'm around me that I do business with have the right. same and standard, but, but I will tell you this when I was broke, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was broke. Okay. I had nothing. Okay. And I start infiltrating my first part of where 250. And he said, Hey, I'm going to introduce you to my successful friends. You better not look me bad. Like while you're sleeping, your ass, while we're sleeping, your ass better be working. You know what? And you have to be the right. first one up. And- that's why you're a nine figure earner. And that's why these other dumb F's aren't bottom line. Right. Like, and I think that's what, that's part of what I think you're forgetting. One, I don't think everyone is trying to be a nine figure earner. Number one, they all want to say they are, but I don't think a lot of people, I think a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that would be very happy and content making high six figures, not even seven figures, high six figures. And would be like, I live a great life. My family's happy. Not everyone has the same level of goals, drive, and ambition. But it's not even about the money. I'm not even driven by the money. That's the funny part. I'm not driven by money. It's the competition. And at one point, it, you were driven by the money because you were dead ass broke. So you oh, can't yeah, tell me. When you have no money, it is about the money. But here's the thing, too. Those very but same I'm people complain when, that they're not where they're at. It's, I mean, okay, I get your why point. They're not where they're at. It's, that's why. And that's their choice. And we can choose, on, but, that's, but that's their choice, but they with. later complain about it, that they're not more successful. And, and that's when you say, you know why? It's because your ass is playing basketball every day instead of working. That's why you're where and you are. I was are. giving the example, so I you and I talked about this, but I was on the phone with Uncle Pauly and I, I was driving and, and, and there was literally a golf course, right? And I, one of my houses, I live on a golf course. I look at it. I have a membership and it was a nice day yesterday. It was a very nice day it was for, and the range was open. And I thought I need to go to the range. Right. I, and then I, I just, 
like, I know we're so busy. We got so many things we're leaving out of the country. I feel a little guilty. We have to figure out I have a lot of things to record, a lot of things to look at a lot. Of, I, you know, hadn't done this podcast. We're behind. I still have some videos to record. You and I have to discuss about this new company we're building right after. And I like felt guilty. Like I can't do it. Like I, I, I can afford it. It don't matter. But I, I didn't want to be a bottleneck to anybody. I know things need to get done. And I actually felt guilty and I, I didn't do it. And so, you know, I don't know. I, I just, it's just maybe I'm. No, I understand. But that's the thing like, that's your choice that you make of how you operate. So, this is what I'm saying. We don't have to choose to do business and work with people that yeah. don't operate under our same standards. Well, and then when those people complain of why won't you do business with me, here's why. Right. And, and listen, if you are the same thinking as me and Francie, there's a link below. Click on it, JT Fox to X Founders. I'm looking for people who have the same drive, right? Whether you want to make more income or turn your income into wealth, driven individuals that get it. I don't care what level of success you are, whether you're a billionaire or you're just starting out. I want people with the fire between. And I'll put you in a room with the people that fire and I'll get rid of the people with no fire. Because at the end of the day, who you spend time with is who you become, where you learn is where you earn. If you've got the same energy and you got the drive and the enthusiasm to do what we do, because let me tell you something, when you have a seat at the table, which is what the founders are, with some of the world's most successful people who I've cultivated a relationship with who come because of me, and by de facto, they're part of your life, you don't play basketball, right? You don't play basketball. Because if they're not playing basketball, and I'm not playing basketball, and they're billionaires or nine figures or eight figures, and I got a high net worth, and I show up, then you know what? If you want to be at that level, then you show up. If you don't and you're happy making whatever, but don't complain about later because that's what success is over. The other piece is people can complain and I have no problem telling them this if they don't get to be in those deals. You weren't on the call. You guys weren't there. You aren't a part of it. Because if you think about it, JT, we're up leveling the people we're doing business with. Look at the potential people and the potential deals on the table. We're up leveling and you're bringing those opportunities to other groups of people. And if those other groups of people aren't present and there and a part of it, they don't have to be part of those deals. The people have all made it very clear. They want to work with you and you can bring in whoever you want to work. So if people don't want to be there and people don't want to put in the time, then guess what? They don't get to put in the cash and they don't get to put in their, get the returns. It's that simple. There you have it. If you're in it to win it, then do something about it. But you know what? Look in the mirror. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. That's it for today's show. Pack, you want to give them your final words? Don't forget to leave us a review. Give us five stars, like, share, give us your feedback on the podcast. The more um, people that listen and give us feedback and leave us reviews, Maybe we'll get past 11 listeners. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get up to 15. Well, maybe we'll buy a bunch of bots and then we'll have millions maybe we'll of get listeners. 20 and then we can do like all these in posts on social media. Like, thank you for 20. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Congratulations for 20 people. Even though I'm joking. Cause I know we have, I know some people will take it. There's actually a lot of people, people listening. But if you want us to do, listen, if you want this podcast more often, then Leave a comment, give it five star on Apple. And then on Spotify, there's a little like rate button and rate it and we'll do more. So the more people subscribe, the more people do it. Same thing on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. That's it. Champ out, everybody. We'll see you next time on the JT Fox show.